made it to 65, welcome to a new chapter in your life where you'll have the energy and me time to enjoy family, friends, travel, whatever you want. But... What about Medicare? It seems like someone tried to develop the most complex, opaque system to cover your medical needs as a senior. Good thing there's T65 and beyond, your healthcare translator. And good thing this educational resource exists on the radio every week. Welcome to Medicare U. Here are your hosts, Andrea and Joe. But this week without Joe, once again, because he's playing his accordion for the alligators in Florida. Hello, Andrea. Hello, Mr. Savage. How are you today? Doing well. Thank you very much. Oh, delighted. And I do have a co-host with me today. Ooh, let's let her sign in. Yes. Uh, introducing my sister, Mary Zaweski. Good morning. Oh, very good, Mary. Um, <laughs> got anything else to say? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good let's start there. Right oh, you can tell her sister's can't you, folks. I know. We sound alike. We look alike. It's very true. It is. What's the age difference? Uh, 18 months. Uh, yeah. I'm the younger one. Um, <laughs> I'm the more beautiful one. <laughs> oh. She used to say on the radio, folks, uh, nobody would know if she hadn't said anything. But anyway, uh, yeah, my my mom and her uh, and her sister, there's three of them. Uh, but her mom and her ne- the next one, my mom was the oldest, uh, both born the same year. Oh, yeah. So they're essentially oh, like twins. Goodness. Yeah. Nice. Very and nice. She was born in January and Carmen was born in December. Oh, very good. Oh. What a handful. Oh, yeah. And they were terrible to Aunt Roma. <laughs> 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 anyway, we digress. Well, everybody is amazed that we can work together, but we do have a wonderful working relationship. We don't get in each other's space because everybody is confident in what they each can do. So there's no reason for somebody else to butt into somebody else's business. Right. But yet we know enough when we can share when one's out of the office. It's nice. Yeah, it really is. So um, I feel very fortunate that Mary has joined us and she's been with us for about five years now, which is nice. I have. Yeah, so she's extremely knowledgeable. Her expertise really has been focused in the area of those individuals that are classified as dual eligible or said another way in um, in terms that everybody can understand, are those people that qualify for not only Medicare but also qualify for Medicaid because there are a lot of individuals that are in that camp, okay, utilizing both services. And carriers, which are the insurance companies that provide the insurance plans, actually offer specific plans for each that particular market segment. And Mary has become a real expert in that market. So um, welcome aboard to take that on for me because I'm really bad at that. And I always lean on Mary for information on what's the best plan, giving her these basic circumstances for individuals. So, Mary, I'd like you to kind of expound about about that. And what does it mean to actually be dual eligible? Dual, <clears throat> excuse me, dual eligible is when you qualify, when you come to us and you may already have Medicaid and you're looking to pick up Medicare, which means you're easily dual dual eligible quickly, but there are times when you're on you sign up for Medicare and based on your income you will qualify for Medicaid. 
based on income and how many in your household. Okay. Now, I've had instances where individuals who were Medicaid eligible prior to turning 65 did not hit the cutoffs and apparently had too much in assets for them to qualify for Medicaid after they qualified for Medicare. So do you know anything about the asset limits? Okay, gotcha. That was a shake of the head in the (laughs) no position. (laughs) Well, without um, looking at the paperwork and talking with the individual, it's difficult just to speak off the cuff about that. Yeah, that's true. Now, a lot of our carriers, the insurance companies that provide these plans, have websites that we are privy to um, that we can go to and we can check enter in their information, the client's information, and actually come up with a projection on what plan that individual would um, qualify qualify for. for. But what Mary does is take that a step further. She has committed the plans for individuals who are um, Medicaid and Medicare eligible to memory. So you just sit down and talk with Mary, and she's able to screen out what you're not interested in, um, which is wonderful. I just, I'm like, that's an amazing quality. And there are some times that the particular carriers' programs, the dual eligible programs, may not pertain to you. You may not need that level and don't want that level. And if you are eligible for both Medicare and Medicaid, you have um, some extra periods of time to change plans. Oh, can you tell us what those are? You can change your plan quarterly up until September. Okay. Um, So you can start the year in one plan and change a plan in March to be effective for April. Mm -hmm. And based on your, your need. Okay. So I could do it first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, but not in the fourth. Correct. Because the fourth quarter would mean I would start in January. And you would start anyway. You have the option to change again anyway. And that would be my annual enrollment period during the fourth quarter. That makes sense. But that gives those individuals a lot of flexibility on what plans to choose. Because you can suddenly become, not become Medicaid eligible any time during that time based on your income. That That is why there's so many cha- – you're allowed so many changes. That's interesting. Okay. So um, for my own knowledge, I've seen that um, – I've witnessed that individuals, you know, do have to requalify if not quarterly, if not annually, depending upon where their income is. Right. COVID um, qualified a lot of people and then they went – the government went to requalification. Some people were disqualified after COVID ended and had to give up their dual eligibility plans. And some people maintain their eligibility. And that, for us, that was very difficult because there were a lot of people that didn't understand what was going on and they had enjoyed the benefits of being dual eligible for what, two or three years, and Correct. then all of a sudden in 2023, they're re-evaluated, um, 
And then they've got a, they're informed 60 days in advance. No, yeah, it's 60 days. It was 60 days. days. 60 days in advance with a um, letter, letter that you no longer qualify for the plan that you're in, which strikes the heart of fear into most people. Right, because it is such a transparent um, process. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says with tongue in cheek, <laughs> firmly planted. So, uh, let me ask you this, Mary. How, how common is this dual eligibility? Is this a frequent thing? It's not that frequent. It's because it's based on income. Yeah, okay. And but you but there it's worth checking to see if you qualify. Absolutely. And if you wanted to um, look into that further, you can certainly give us a call at T65 and beyond. And then phone number here because I have my business card. I won't mess that up today. <laughs> She never calls herself, folks, so she doesn't know the number. It's 585-485-0328. 585-485-0328. Yeah, Mary. There are times when you qualify for the Medicare Savings Program, and when you qualify for that to get your Part B money put back into your um, check, Sometimes they then when they do a check and you may qualify for you may find that you get a letter that qualifies you for Medicaid. Then it's a pretty all encompassing search when you try to do the um, Medicare savings program. That's when nice they to check know. when they check your background. Sometimes you come out with Medicaid. Yeah, more benefits than you really thought you were going to get. Right, because what we typically do when we're talking to individuals. And doing the initial um, interview process, we find out what they're making, which means what your income is on a monthly basis. And if your monthly income falls within the guidelines that you would qualify and be considered for the New York State Medicare Savings Program, which is what Mary was referring to, and that's the program that would get that Part B premium that gets taken out of your Social Security check every month put back into your Social Security check. So you would be 174.70 richer on a monthly basis, and that can be a game changer for some people. Right, and you could become ill very quickly and not go back to work, and suddenly you don't have that income, and we file a Medicare savings program application and your the research is done and you find out that you're Medicaid qualified too. Yes, absolutely, which is one-stop shopping. Mom, the Medicaid the Medicare savings program is actually a federal program that the federal money comes into the states and the states actually set up the program in order to dis, um, disperse it, okay? So each state has different requirements, and in New York State, they run it a certain way. So when you do qualify for the Medicare Savings Program, you're going to get a little love letter from your county. And your county executive, if you're in Monroe County, will be Adam Bellow. And people have often asked me, why have I gotten this letter from Adam Bellow? Right. Is it a good letter or is it a bad letter? <laughs> so they'll read it to me over the phone, and it's the congratulations. You've been considered um, for the Medicare Savings Program, and you will get thus and such back on a monthly basis. Then 
if you it proceeds further, you'll get a formal statement from the Department of Social Services from Westfall Road, which is nice because then you are assigned an individual to ask your questions from. Correct. Which they're good at returning. They're very good. Bob, were you going to inject something? No, I was going to ask, how do I get one of those nice letters? <laughs> I know, really. You wanted a letter from Adam Bellow. I know you did. I did. <laughs> Su- suitable for out. framing. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. But now, if you're, and we're very fortunate that we have Mary that has learned all of this and is available for you. So anybody who is on the fence or wondering what these programs are more about, feel free to give us a call. Ask for Mary. It's 585-485-0328. 585-485-0328. So now Medicare. We're going to talk about a bit about Medicare and what that's all about. First, last week, I got to tell you a story, finish up the story about the insurance that Andrea went through, okay, with the lead carrier in the Monroe County area, which is Excellus, okay. Last week, I told the story about how I enrolled and um, Excellus messed things up and good to know that I'm now fully enrolled in the plan that I wanted to be, which is not the expensive one, but the less expensive one, but that took a month and a half to clear up. Unbelievable. You would think that an insurance company of that stature would have a much better run IT department. I know I'm expecting a lot. (laughs) Pausing for a quick drink here. Yes, thank you. Yeah, no problem. So we got that cleared up. Now, back to Medicare and what is Medicare. Medicare, when you're talking about Medicare, it's comprised of A and B. Okay. A and B. Why is A and B so darn important? A and B is the entree into the... That's your first step into the Medicare system. The big system. system. That's right. The big system. Yeah. The, the party. Thing. Yeah. It's the club. <laughs> it's your club card. Oh, that's a good way to look at it, Mary. The club card. Okay. It's going to have A and B. It's going to be red, white, and blue. It's very patriotic. Okay. It's A and it's B. What's the big deal with A and B? Okay. A and B is, think about that as billing departments. Okay. If your bill comes in to the, from the doctor to Medicare, and it's a bill from the hospital, it's going to go over to room A. And if your bill comes from a doctor and it's from outside of the hospital, it's going to go, go to room B. So that has how sophisticated as A and B truly are, okay? But what that means to you is we have to get this accomplished, have, it hold, you, have you hold it in your hot little hand, before we can move to the next phase. To qualify for a premium-free Part A, you need to have 40 work credits, which is about 10 years of working. And you can find out if you do have those 40 work credits by going on to your My Social Security account. And right in the middle of the page, you'll find out you qualify for your work credits. When you see work credits, you know you're going to have a free Part A. Now, there are some people that do not qualify and don't qualify from their spouse. 
They have not worked long enough. Maybe they haven't been in the country long enough to even have a work record. And if you don't qualify for Medicaid, okay, you would have to pay Part A on your own, and that's well over $500 a month just for Part A. So it's well worth it working the 10 years to get the 40 credits. And Part B is the amount that most people pay. I would say majority of people in the United States pay their Part B premium, which at the lowest is 174.70. Now, that fluctuates on an annual basis and the federal government determines that. I don't know. I think that there's a dartboard involved with that one, don't you think? Perry? Probably. Probably. Yeah, last year um we enjoyed a lower Part B. And this year, I predicted it would be 175, and I came in pretty close. You did. We do. Yeah, we have got an office pool on this stuff. Now. Yes. <laughs> I'm in the middle of trying to figure out next year. She wins yes. the prices right. <laughs> came the closest without going over. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's the part that most people are shocked about because they think, okay, Part B, I'm paying for that, and then I've got to choose a health care plan on top of that. So sometimes they're under the assumption with a going with a health care plan, they can stop paying their Part, Part B. B for, yes, yeah. very, very much so. A lot of people come and are very shocked when we say you always the Part B will never go away. Unless you qualify for, for the Medicare, Medicare savings. Yes. 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 Now it's coming all together, isn't it? Yep. Medicare savings program and why that Part B is important and understanding the if you're on the cusp of that and a lot of people don't know the income so please give us a call 585-485-0328 we've got the income stats i did not bring them in today and i don't have them committed to memory which you know my memory's not as good as it used to be okay so we'll be able to navigate you through that and the steps that's necessary in order to get that money back which is nice okay now what's next on the agenda today mary um, once you have your Part B, we you need then need to decide whether you want to stay truly with original Medicare, your Part A, your Part B, and you must add a Part D for drug coverage. Now, they say that's optional, but you know what? It's not really optional. No. Every, of course, everything's optional, but if you don't do things in the right order, you can have a fee later in life when it really isn't optional. When you're, when you're less likely or able to to pay extra fees. That's right. I know. Does this not make just such stupid sense? You know? At yeah, why time. do I need a Part D? I take no drugs. I take no prescriptions. That's I, okay. You must have it. That's yes. right. And a lot of people are under the assumption because they're not taking any prescriptions that they don't need a drug plan, which is totally untrue. I know. And... With Medicare Advantage plans, which most people are in, and in our Monroe County and surrounding counties, that's the dominant, okay? The dominant plan are Medicare Advantage plans, which is the roll-up of A and B, including D. So in some respects... You, the D is transparent when you're in That's an Advantage right. plan. So it really, you really think you don't have one, but you do. Right. I actually had an argument with my neighbor 
who said, I don't take any drugs. I don't have Part D. And I said, you have Part D. He's like, no, I don't have Part D. No, 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 no. I said, let me see your health care card. He pulls out his health care card. And he said, you have Part D right here. See this RX and BIN number? That's you have your- Part D. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. I know, really. Oh, really? I thought... I didn't choose Part D. I said it's included. It's chosen for you in your option of Medicare Advantage plans. Right. And that's what happened with the development of these Medicare Advantage plans. The federal government doesn't want to see you going without Part D, so they included it. They made it a part of the stipulation. You have to specifically choose a a plan without Part D, and I've done that for people, and the insurance company actually gets on top of me going, you better provide proof that this person has credible coverage, or you're going to be responsible for part of that fine, too. So I'm like, okay, they do. The people, There are some people out there, they're union plans that have a union Part D that they don't need it. So we're not going to enroll them in something they don't need. And on that note, we don't give you anything that you don't need or, you know. That's good. Push you in some direction. We'll take nope. a quick break here. And we will be back with the Sisters of Medicare U. <laughs> T65 and beyond. Give them the uh, phone number there one more time, Audrey. It is 585-485-0328. 585-485-0328. All right. More to come here on WISL. things get brighter. Introducing a sobering and unavoidable truth. The latest advancements in artificial intelligence have made cyber attacks easier than ever before. Cyber criminals are relentlessly targeting your business right now, seeking the tiniest opening in your defenses to drain your accounts and steal sensitive data. Your finances and your customers' trust are on the line. Call the experts at Simple Tech Innovations now at 585-999-TECH to secure your business today. Don't wait until it's too late. Make the call today. 585-999-TECH. Inside the Taylor Laboratories. Hey, Tony, what you doing? A little experiment, Zach. Look what I have under the microscope. Ugh, what's that? A sample of indoor air. How can it be that dirty? Don't AC and furnace filters help? Only with dust, Zach. But when Taylor installs a whole house APCO air purifier to detox the air, odors, chemicals, mold, bacteria, and viruses are removed. For clean indoor air. Yep. Ain't science awesome? Taylor. 500 help. Are you looking to update the kitchen, bath, or flooring in your home? Whether it's cabinetry, carpeting, hardwood flooring, tile, or kitchen and bathroom remodeling, Claridge Design Center in Chilai Paul Plaza is the place to start. At Claridge, the visions and ideas you have for your home are developed with the experienced Claridge designers to make your dream project a reality. And the quality of service you receive at Claridge is second to none. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call Claridge at 889-5800 or visit their website, Claridge. 
heritagedesigncenter.com. The Livingston County Department of Health needs volunteers for the Medical Reserve Corps. If you're an active or retired licensed healthcare professional or just a community member who wants to help, we need you. Put your skill and energy to work improving emergency response. Free education and training provided. Work with peers in critical settings. Make a difference in your community. Google the Livingston County Department of Health and email us, including MRC in the subject line, or call 243-7524. Medicare U on the WYSL stations. Once again, we are back in here with the sisters of T65 and beyond, as in turning 65 and beyond, and your healthcare navigator. Did I get it? Yeah, you did. Whoa! First time, I think. Ever. <laughs> You're doing good. You're big doing good. Mardi Gras, by the way. I'm sorry? It's a big day for Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, as we record this on uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah. Is this Fat Tuesday? Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last day. All right. Is that Slim Once Wednesday tomorrow? Slim Wednesday tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Forget the chocolates, right? That's right. Let's start to Lent. Yeah, You're having Wednesday. fish. That's right. <laughs> Wow, uh, Shrove isn't Shrove Tuesday? Isn't that uh, when you're supposed to get rid of all the sugar and all that stuff? For I don't know. I, I don't alcohol, know. sugar, whatever you want to give up. Yeah. Okay. For Lent, right? All right. Back up the back up the truck, Bob. It's going to take a while. I, I had my Mardi Gras party on Saturday night. That's right. That's right. The Mardi Gras girl. Ah. It's always a festival at T65 and beyond, I'll tell you. That's fun. We do. We never miss a festival. And if it's not one, we, we create it. <laughs> what did you do on Groundhog Day? Oh, well, what did we do? We celebrated that he he saw his shadow. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's got some explaining to do, as wow. Ricky Ricardo says. <laughs> Early spring? Yeah. Not downstate, I don't think. Oh, well, you know, it's good that it's down there. It's yes. better than up here. It's better than up here. Absolutely. All right. Now, you know, Medicare. We're 33 degrees what? under the uh, the normal snowfall today. I know. Thir- I'm sorry, 33 inches. I love it. <laughs> this is global warming. Bring it on. Well, now, what are we got- how's our water table? Are we doing okay with the water? Because we've been getting a lot of rain. Well, I know this. I'm not going to ask Punxsutawney Phil about that. Okay. All right. Yep. He won't know about the water levels, but I'm hoping that it doesn't mean that we're going to have a dry summer. I think the fat rat is incompetent. Oh, stop. I like Phil. Oh, do you? Yeah. Phil's a good guy. You know, he's very pampered. He'll bite you. Watch out. (laughs) I wonder who does his nails. I don't know. Anyways, well, Medicare, choosing a Medicare plan is very personal. Because not everybody is going to fit into every plan. There's something for everyone, okay? Now, once you get the red, white, and blue card, then you can come in and sit down and talk to us. Most people come in before they get their red, white, and blue card, and they usually come in maybe three months prior to that. Um, that's the suggested, okay? With a glazed look on their face, how do I get this? And I've had some problems signing into the website. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you would think that you would go to Medicare.gov to sign up for Medicare, right? Right, right. But no, you go to where, Mary? Socialsecurity.gov. 
Yes, socialsecurityadministration.gov is where you go. And you don't even need to sign into your account, but you do need to set up a account with them if you don't. And that's probably the hardest part. The hardest part is getting in there to sign up, creating a login and a password, and making sure you log in and get your password correct that first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's very, very important. It's not as forgiving as just going on and creating an Amazon account. No, it's not, because you get locked out after, what, three tries? Less than that, I believe. And then you have to wait 24 hours or 48 hours. For a letter. Yeah. And if you don't have a cell phone where they can text you, yes, you're going to have to wait 48, however long the mail takes. Seven days. Could be before you get your letter. Right. And all just because you got logged out. I know. Trust me. And then... It's happened to you, me. Well, and I've also been in a situation where I have actually called Social Security after being logged out, and I couldn't get through to anybody. Correct. So it's not an easy system. So when we say to set up that username and password, we're saying to do so to make the process a whole lot easier. Yes. So whether it's, you know, two years before right. you Just retire. Just go in and check your account to see your earnings because that's where your yearly earnings are reported for the last how Sent, many? Since you started work. Yeah. Right. Which was, you know, millions of years ago for you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I want to sit around this Thanksgiving table. <laughs> see, see what this is like. Does this go on like all the time? Yes. And I, so I figured, figured it's, it's, it seems like second nature. So It does. It goes on For all the time. For one of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing. I just opened my phone up because I got a message and uh, it's AOC. And oh. she's sitting in the back of a of a. Uh, of a limo, and she's the quote here is, "The moon is actually more useful than the sun, since the moon gives us light at night when it's dark. The sun only gives us light during the day when it's already light out." <laughs> wah wah wah! Oh, oh levity! Oh. All right, back Boy. to class now. All right, all right, back in class. Now, I was the point I was trying to make is the fact that choosing your Medicare plan is a very personal thing, and not every plan is for everybody. And so I've got a little story to say, talk about. There is There was a couple, okay, that lived across the street from another couple. They were best friends. Now, one couple went into XYZ plan and thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. So they talked with the couple across the street, talking up XYZ plan, and how incredible it was. And so the couple across the street, the neighbors, came in to see me and said, I want to hear more about XYZ plan. I heard it's just the just the bomb and I need to be enrolled in it. Well, after doing the assessment and going through, gosh, what do you got planned for 2024? What's it look like? How's your health? Yeah. What are your needs? Well, what did we discover? The plan they were currently in was much better than the talked-up plan, XYZ plan. So not everything works for everybody, which is true for us, the two of us. Mary is in a Medicare Advantage plan, 
and I am looking at going with a Medicare supplement plan for my health care in 2025. I'll turn 65. I'll be part of the club in March of 2000. Can't have a party for that. <laughs> We're going to we have should. a big blowout. We're going to have a big blowout. 2025. And I'm swaying in my direction is that plan, high deductible plan G. So I've got my reasons why I really want to be in that plan, just as Mary has her specific reasons why she wants to be in a Medicare Advantage plan. And Robert, my husband, is in a Medicare Advantage plan as well. Well, Medicare Advantage plans, it's been announced that they now have 60% of the Medicare market. It used to be Medicare supplement plans had the highest percentage of the marketplace, but now it's the Medicare Advantage plans that have the highest percentage of the market, and Medicare supplement plans only have 40% of the market. That's an interesting twist. Now, we can look at that in two different ways going, okay, if you own 60% of the market, what would you be doing? I might be cutting back on some things because my market share is so high, I don't have to spend it on making myself look better, okay? Better than the average bear. So I might cut back on some of the benefits. So that might be something we see in the future where we have Medicare Advantage plans deciding that they want to raise premiums. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about sustainability, and which is something I was invited to a um, broker roundtable round this last week, okay, which was very interesting. I've got to take a sip of water right now. Okay. And checking the time, it's uh, about 10.33 right now. Thank you, sir. Well, the, the roundtable was interesting. The um, topic of the roundtable was pretty much what did you like about our plan because it was run by one specific carrier. What did you not like about our plans and what um, if there was something that you we could cut out of our plans, what would that cut be? Which I thought was an interesting question because that has never been p- proposed to us. In the past when attending these. More like what can we add to the program? Yes, to get more market share. So my concern is is that there might be something coming down the pike that they're looking to consolidate. So, Well, we kind of know some interesting issues coming down the pike for 2026. So I think everybody's getting their stars in alignment well, now, well, with the carriers, do you know that for they're putting together plans and they have to have their plans all in place by May of 2024 to present to the federal government for 2025. Right. So that's that's a time crunch. So they're anticipating that they need to get things finalized. And they're looking at perhaps consolidating some things because one of the concerns that, and I felt like a real um, downer, Debbie Downer at this thing because I was like, well, I am really not so concerned about what the past is. I'm more concerned about the future. What the future is going to be because this year with the Inflation Reduction Act, 
it really put the insurance companies on their toes where there was a cap at the pharmacy. There was a cap where between the insurance company and yourself, you were capped at $8,000 in expenditures. However, the breakout is 3350 would be what you would pay out of pocket at the pharmacy. And anything after that, the insurance company would pick up. And then a portion of that would have to be rebilled off to Medicare and off to the insurance company, the um, pharmaceutical company. So I know that sounds very long-winded, but the concern is is that insurance companies are on the hook for a lot of money. So they've got to upfront a lot of money before they can recoup, and recouping money from the federal government's not easy. Next year, with individuals will be capped at the pharmacy. At two thousand, okay, that's you're going to be. So if you spend two thousand within the first three months, because you're on an expensive medication like Eliquist, okay, then you won't pay anything further for the rest of the year. But remember, the insurance company is going to pick that up. So that was my biggest concern, and so leading into that, and that's what they're looking to recoup. Well. And nobody else understood that at the table. I was scratching my head going, doesn't anybody read or watch the news? That's other brokers. I was sitting with other brokers. I was a little disappointed in their knowledge. But that's not to say that, you know, they're not bad. They're not bad people. I find that I'm probably more informed and T65 is more informed because I do this program. I research this stuff so that I'm ahead and I can talk about something of substance that's going to be impacting you. So that's what I brought up last week, and I was the Debbie Downer. I also brought up this, Mary, okay? This was rather humorous. They said, what works and what doesn't work in marketing? And I said, you know what? I'm getting feedback from clients that come to me, new clients that say, I cannot stand these flyers that I get in the mail that invite me for a Medicare 101, inviting me out to To dinner or lunch, dinner, lunch, hors d'oeuvres. And I said, people are telling me it's like being invited to a um, timeshare, Mm -hmm. the old timeshare scam. Not dissimilar, I'm sure. Yeah. Or, you know, running the perfume gauntlet at Macy's or Sibley's where you don't make eye contact with a perfume lady. She'll be after you. So that's what I likened it to. And I've offended a couple people because they were like, well, I have very good turnout at these. But I'm thinking turnout. Does does it equate to what client base? I don't want to feel obligated. That's why I don't go to any of those things. Well, isn't that kind of like at the bottom of the whole thing? Yes. <laughs> they want you to feel obligated. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of we course. don't do that. We don't do that. We go, you call us. We don't approach you. All right? And if you want to work with us, that's great. There are lots of brokers out there. And I'm not saying we're the end all or the be all, but it's a good start. Okay? So give us a call, 585-485-0328. 585-485-0328. Now, if you are working and you're past 65, 
Okay. Now is a really good time to start evaluating if you want to have your summer off because it takes three months to get your Medicare card. So let's see, it's March, April, May. You could be out in May 1st, May or June 1st, and you'd have the summer off. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I th- you know, wouldn't that be nice if I could take the summer off, Andrea? You can't have the summer <laughs> off. <laughs> Present company accepted. Uh, that's right. Now, we sit and work during the summer, but that doesn't mean that you, who are working over 65 and still working, couldn't take the summer off. But you need to get in front of us now. We've got the paperwork you need that will get you turned around and all buttoned up so that you get your Medicare card ready to go on Medicare and choose your plan. Now It's actually a great time of year, right? It I mean, is. To, to come see you. Oh, it's perfect. We're not that busy. Not that busy at all at T65 and beyond. And you can uh, you can do in person. Uh, you can do Zoom, right? I mean, yeah. uh, okay. We can do anything that works for you. All right. Well, we're going to have the uh, the uh, Medicare twins coming back here right after the break on Medicare U from T sixty five and beyond and the WYSL stations. But if I had the chance to start all over, I would be wishing today on a foley clover and leaving with. Debunking advertising from the law office of Christopher Johnson. One ad some injury attorneys inundate you with, what's your case worth? Call us and find out. You know, nobody can tell you, quote, what your case is worth over the phone. Nobody knows. The ultimate answer to, quote, what your case is worth involves weeks or months of research, evaluation, and preparation. Many factors go into any compensation you might get, like applicable law, who's actually at fault, how much insurance coverage there is, and many, many other factors. At the Law Office of Christopher Johnson, the singular focus is getting your life back on track after an accident or injury. That takes money, and it helps when the advice and legal advice you get has a one-on-one focus informed by straight talk. Christopher Johnson, attorney. Car, truck, motorcycle accidents, personal injury, and DWI defense. Call 585-415-3803. 585-415-3803. Hi, I'm Steve Tasker. Over the years, my wife Sarah and I have supported Heritage Christian Services and the work that they do to advance an inclusive and equitable community. Heritage Christian Services and their staff support people with intellectual and developmental disabilities by offering meaningful and diverse experiences. Like us, they believe that people are entitled to dignity, respect, equity, and justice, and that belief is reflected in all that they do. While disability services are what they were founded on, their work extends to offer life-enriching opportunities for people throughout the community through therapeutic writing, health and wellness services, and child care, and more. Now more than ever, Heritage Christian Services needs your support to continue their work. Consider becoming a friend to Heritage Christian like Sarah and I did almost 20 years ago. You can choose to volunteer, share their job opportunities, or make a donation. To learn more, visit heritagechristianservices.org. That's heritagechristianservices.org. 
The Livingston County Department of Health reminds you and your family, be sure you're prepared for emergencies by creating your own at-home emergency response plan. Prepare a kit including non-perishable food, water, flashlight, radio, batteries, blankets, and medications to supply you and your family for at least two weeks. Place these supplies in a secure place in your home. For more information on emergency preparedness, call the Livingston County Department of Health at 243-7299. Medicare U on the WYSL stations. We are back in here. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know what's going on over across the table, but... That's something you'd like to share with the rest of the class? <laughs> oh, I'm regaining my composure over here. <laughs> they that are, was a good they one. are sisters, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Mary and Andrea. The, oh, the flying Zaweskis. Yeah, really. I know. I know. We're we're twirling the plates in the fall. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, we were just laughing about Mary's um, culinary um, expertise and what she created for her Mardi Gras party, which was a jambalaya. Yes, a shrimp and a shrimp jambalaya that had andouille sausage right. in it. And I said, <laughs> where did you possibly find andouille sausage? The Because re- it was the real stuff. It was pork. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. And then um, we had king cake for dessert. Well, you have got to disclose okay, where what's, you found Yeah, what's king cake? <laughs> it's a, a sweet bread, basically. It's not really a cake cake. It's like something you'd have at brunch. And there's a baby baked in there. But they don't bake the baby in there anymore because it's the a liability. liability in the Sue Happy Society we live. If you ate this baby and choked. <laughs> oh yes. yes. It's yes, about yes. as big as a marble. So yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. So now they just put it alongside the cake. <laughs> <laughs> small, small parts could be, could be swallowed. So That's right. Yes, oh, yes. This is not a toy. Okay. Yes, and I ordered and I ordered it from um, New Orleans. Oh yes, you did. Mm-hmm. And your special sausage was not shipped in from New no. Orleans. Tell us the specialty store you found that at. Walmart. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. It enough. was delicious. It's amazing what they have there. They have a great selection of they a lot do. of brand names. They do. They're <clears throat> okay. very interesting. What Let's are we get going? Back. Yeah, back on target. Where are we going, Mary? You're what? You were opening up the discussion on 2026. Oh, I was. Thank you. Well, in 2026, President Biden, okay, has proposed that there is going to be a top 10 list of medications that will be um, negotiated so to have their price reduced, okay? Now, the list of those are Eliquist, Zeralto, Jardians. Genuvia, Farsiga, Entresto, Embryol, Imbrucana, and Stellara. Okay. Now there's... And Fies. Well, I don't get that because that is an insulin Correct. that is already being Covered. reduced now. Right. So that's kind of a free one right there. I'm like, taking, why would... Probably taking credit for somebody else's work, but... That's already, uh, yeah, positive But we won't go end. there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> We've got other places on this station. Where we go there? 
So now the key dates that you have to keep in mind, this was introduced in 2022, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. No, 2023. They decided that they were going to do this. They being the federal government, President Biden. So August 29th, okay, Medicare publishes the list of top 10 drugs covered under Medicare Part D selected for the negotiations, okay, in 2026, October 1st, 2023, there was a deadline for companies that manufactured these drugs that were selected for the negotiation program for 2026, okay, to decide whether they will sign agreements to participate in the negotiations. All right, now, okay, that goes out. Deadline in October 2nd, the deadline for drug companies that manufacture these, okay, had to have a agreement in place to participate in the negotiations. Now, to my knowledge, I'm not aware of many of these manufacturers that have agreed to become part of the negotiations. I know J&J and I believe it's Merck did, and perhaps Fiber, uh, Pfizer did did um, say no, we're challenging that, you can't possibly be doing this because the ra- the rationale behind this is that you either are going to participate or what we're going to do is strong arm you and you're going to pay a fine. So you've got to buy down the cost of goods or pay the fine, you decide. So they're suing because of that. Now, in the fall... Okay, here we go. February 1st, 2024 was the deadline for Medicare to send in an initial offer of a maximum price, okay, for the selected drug, okay, concise justification went out with each participating medication to the companies. Now, that... Now we're waiting. That's right. So the federal government said, okay... Here is the max and the fair price that we, Medicare, expect. Yes, expect you to meet so that, that you, we can have a buy down on that particular medication. The deadline for participating, okay, is March 2nd. To okay. accept the, the initial offer. Of the maximum fair price, or to provoke or propose a counteroffer. Yep. So the drug companies have till March second to either accept or propose a counteroffer. Yes. On what the government wants to do. And there's three of these go arounds for countering and counteroffer, and so if Medicare doesn't accept the counteroffer, the by August first, the negotiation period ends. Okay, by September 1st, which now we're getting close to what's going to happen in 2025, okay? CMS is publishing the negotiated maximum fair price for the drugs that were selected for the negotiation, okay, to participate in the program. It doesn't say what happens to those that don't. I know. You know, we're going to have to dig more into that, and we'll get into that more next week, okay? Then March of next year, 25, the deadline for CMS to publish the explanation of the maximum fair price will be available for everybody. That will be What you're going to pay in 2026. Right. That's going to be available next March. And then 
January of 2026 is when that is going to go into effect. Okay, now. There's still a lot of room and time in there. Right. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. All right. Wouldn't this be a little bit easier (laughs) if we just said, okay, the idea is that we want to have the pharmaceutical companies reduce the price of these 10 medications in order to get the savings to the consumer. Okay. Now, wouldn't it make better sense to produce a coupon so that the there's a over 65 coupon that goes out for these 10 medications and the utilization? Okay, so the coupon goes out the if you're actually using the yes. drug, you get the coupon. Right. You qualify for the coupon. And then the federal government just asks the um, insurance company, well, not the insurance company, but the pharmaceutical company to set the cost. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to federal government will pay half and you pay half of the coupon, whatever the cost is. Then we don't have to worry about negotiations. We don't have to worry about prices. We don't have to worry about a lot of middlemen. And I don't have to pay for everybody's eloquist. Thank you. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> really. I'm tired of paying for other people's stuff. I know. Aren't you ladies? I am. Huh? Aren't you listeners? Well, exactly. That's what I'm worried about. And things are going to get even crazier. I don't like the design of this. And I don't like the federal government saying to these pharmaceutical companies, we have to do it this way. There's a better way to do it, and they're not seeing it, but they're not listening to other alternative voices or opinions. They only see one side. So that's my soapbox for today, okay? And we can probably turn the page onto something else. We've got a few more minutes. About five. Okay, perfect. Perfect. You know, I wanted to find out if you foresee any problems in 2025 with Medicare Advantage plans. Um, I don't particularly have that crystal ball out, but okay. I'm not seeing... Well, I thought your Louisiana reference would put you in the spirit of, you know, <laughs> some sort of my prognostication. Spirit, my yeah. spirit. Let's all hold hands and see what we can conjure up, shall we? I think it's going to be another wait and see year because this was fairly um, quiet. It was. It was a very quiet See, um, annual enrollment right. period. We did not have much disruption in right. the marketplace. And everybody seems to be so focused on 2026 and getting their cards and rules in order. I'm not sure. And I think the insurance companies, the carriers are really focused on 2026. Yeah. And looking at 2025 is just an initial start. Okay. And I, where they might be able to pare down or prune up or... Whatever you want to say. Well, I think they may want to attract some more customers into their plans, in their Medicare Advantage plans, in hopes that they stay when... Stay in the market share. Yes. They retain their market share when 2026 comes. As we all know, with the Advantage plans, Advantage plans are fairly inexpensive. I, in my 
book, I don't think they're going to continue to be fairly inexpensive because somebody's going to have to pay for these drugs somewhere along the lines. Yeah. Um, pre- and, and I was the bad girl again during the round table, and I said, the zero premium plans, I think we've seen the day that they've got to go away. And I almost got booed out of the restaurant. Well, I think they almost have to because who's going to pay for these drugs? Here's an idea. Crazy thought. How about the drug companies? I mean, how much money are they? Well, how, what, what was the uh, the obscene level of salaries and bonuses at Pfizer? Oh, I know. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that they should make a fair profit, and I don't want government to figure that out. But I no, think that there exactly. has to be there, there has to be some help for folks here. There has to be in a the better way to do it. We're the market, right? Exactly. So we have power there. There is a better way to do this, but we're not seeking that out. We're doing it with uh, the bigger club. And that's not the right way to do any kind of negotiations. You know, I've been reading some interesting things about Medicare, original Medicare. Why not add a spending cap to original Medicare? Oh, I do believe that's our gator song. Fin- yeah, finish your uh, finish your thought there, though. Well, there is this study was done in 2022 where they're proposing that traditional Medicare that doesn't have a spending cap caps it at five thousand dollars. So if your 20 percent hits five thousand dollars, then the insurance company will pick all of that up. So lowering that would be a benefit. And we'll talk more about that next week. But we'd love to hear from you. It's T65 and beyond. 585-485-0328. And we'll see you next week. Absolutely. Uh, Joe should be back next week, I believe. And a tip of the hat to Mary and her John Belaya from Hank Williams. As, I love Hank Williams. As we, as we leave this program for this week, thanks for listening to Medicare U from T65 and beyond. See you next time. Shazamio. 